on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports today, weekdays from 9 to 11, right here on WKOM 1017. You never know who's going to stop by. One of the leading voices, certainly in the Southeast, on college football, John Bryce with FootballScoop.com. We have with us this morning Mike Keith, voice of the Titans. TWSAA Executive Director Bernard Childress. New York Times bestselling author, author of Three Ring Circus, which dropped yesterday. Mr. Jeff Perlman. The voice of the Blue. Raiders Chip Walters joining us. AP Tennessee Sports Editor, three-time Tennessee Sports Writer of the Year 2020 TSWA Hall of Famer. She covers the Titans, the Predators, the Grizzlies, college football, and hoops. Please make welcome Teresa Walker. High school sports is what we do, but it's not all we do. Don't forget about Top 5 Tuesday and Wild and Wacky Wednesday. Be sure and check us out from 9 to 11 a.m. on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. 1017 WKOM. Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today with TSWA Hall of Famer Maurice Patton. Here's Chris Yow. Welcome into the show. We are having a great Tuesday morning already. It's just been wild up in here. <laughs> oh, I hope you guys are having a good Tuesday as well. We're coming to you live from the Front Porch Sports Radio Headquarters on West 7th here in Columbia as blue skies grace us with their presence. We are in what we like to call deceptive spring here in southern middle Tennessee. Hmm. This is really just a southern thing. I mean, pretty much throughout the south, there's always that between winter and spring, you get deceptive spring. You think it's getting warmer and, oh, just kidding, it's going to snow one more time. And that looks like maybe Thursday. (laughs) So... (laughs) That would that would really throw a wrench into everything, wouldn't it? That'd be a lot of fun. That ain't even funny. <laughs> Good morning to you all, and welcome into the show. If you are listening on the radio, you can hear us on 101.7 FM WKOM in southern middle Tennessee, but also over in Franklin County, WZYX, the Eagle. Thank you guys for tuning in down in Franklin County, we appreciate you. If you are watching on Facebook, welcome in. Make sure to shoot us a comment, interact with the show. We got a good one for you today. Tons to get to, and I don't know that we can even get to all of it. There's so much stuff to talk about this morning. I'm not sure we can get to all of it. There is a lot. There there is a lot. Some that we've not really discussed just yet, but um there's one certain tweet that every time I think about it from last night, I just bust up all over again. I don't even know. Yeah, we're going to get to that tweet, that tweet too that no longer exists. <laughs> right. Outside of screenshots everywhere in And Nashville. thank goodness for screenshots. Thank goodness for screenshots. Um, yeah, like I said, huge show. In the second hour, we will talk about Isaiah Wilson and the Tennessee Titans and his Twitter, whatever from last night. Uh, I'm just glad he qualified it. That's true. He didn't say football. He said Titan as a football as a Titan. He, yes. He's done with football as a Titan. So you know, we could see him again as a. Oh yeah, yeah. I bet. Yeah. I, I bet we don't. <laughs> I bet you're right. Um. 
anyway, so yeah, just uh, got a lot to talk about, including that. Uh, we have Charles Pulliam on in the next segment. next segment. We'll talk about district basketball uh, in his Top 5 Tuesday. That's always fun. Top 5 Tuesday. Where we once we get it defined. Now we've now now I've got to I've got to rework my list, which it may actually um may still work. Yeah. I think I think I may be okay. Mm-hmm. I, I may have five on this list. So there you go. That's positive. Good thing is I can also add in a coach or two. The top five segment for today is fictional college. Football characters. characters, not player necessarily, but best college football fictional character. Mm-hmm. All right. So, yeah, again, I, I, I saw this yesterday and I wanted to ask you guys this and I, I tried to keep it a secret and I was able to actually remember without writing it down or putting it anywhere. Congrats. Are you taking this deal? You ready? Fire away. Ten opportunities to score one-on-one against Michael Jordan in his prime. Nope. If you, if you score one time, you win $10 million. If you do not score... All ten times, you can never hear music again. If you do not score once out of those ten times, you can never hear music again. If you score once, you can win ten million dollars. That's correct. No, I'm not yeah. taking that. No, I don't. I don't. Not to give up music because I'm not scoring on Jordan. No, I'm not scoring on Jordan, and I'm not trying to fool myself or anybody else into thinking I am. So no. no. All I do is get out there and embarrass myself. No. I'm fogging it up ten times and hoping one of the ten goes in. You're not going to. Uh, you, you, you're assuming gonna you're going to get them up. <laughs> he's going to block every single one of them. Ah, uh, maybe, maybe not. I'm talking like you got to you got to take it off the check and just pop it. <laughs> That's the, that first time is the only potential <laughs> opportunity to do so. Well, I mean, if I, if I can get him up off his feet, I can I can maybe do a sidestep and he's shoot. six seven. You're five ten. What makes you think you can get him up? He doesn't need to get up. That's what I'm. That's what I'm saying, though. I mean, he's not. I'm going to shoot it over him. I mean, I'm not going to. I don't think you can straight. get it over. No, I don't think you can get it up over. Him. I don't know if you ever saw me shoot a rainbow. I, <laughs> listen, I could shoot sure. in my day too, but uh, it doesn't. You know, no, it, not not with not with a six seven man standing right in front of me. Six seven that can jump. Yeah. So no, no. I just I no not. Not to give up music forever, because you know, not for the embarrassment. I mean, well, I, I don't worry about the embarrassment. Here is my that problem. doesn't bother me because I mean, I am not an NBA player. So. Well, here is the thing: is how come he gets to be in his prime? Can I be in my prime? Because <laughs> like, if I if I am eighteen, I feel like I have a little bit better chance because I am not fat and slow. <laughs> I mean, I am still five eleven and. 145 yeah. pounds but that's that 18 year old mind thinking you're 10 foot tall and bulletproof too mm. i'm just saying at 10 million dollars <laughs> yeah. a, I a, a lot chance. of 18 year olds would get tricked into taking that deal and and they'd be really sad 
no music. <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean, I'd be even sadder at 18 with no music than I would be today with no music. It's a long time. I'll, I'll, I remember what I was trying. listening to at 18. You, you know? can't not try. I, I wouldn't I knock know, you for man. trying. I just know that I don't want to give up music for the rest of my life. And, you know, I have a better shot at winning the lottery than doing that. That's true. You could you you would probably have a better uh, odds, yeah. better odds at winning the lottery than scoring on Jordan. Yeah, I wouldn't disagree with that at all. Yeah, it's an interesting query. That's a very personal type question too, because each person is different. You know. Oh, no doubt. Yeah, I each, mean, if each person has different physical skills i mean there are probably some guys out here that that probably should take that oh sure well yeah if you're talking about fencing yarbrough yeah i mean a a a young fellow or lady with a a little height to him would have a better shot than those of us sub six footers yeah (laughs) no doubt there (laughs) yeah oh man I'm just saying I, I I would probably have to chance it. I mean, unless I'm, you know, going to play the lottery every day for the rest of my life, but I don't know. Probably not. Here's another question. And we may not have time to get into it, but which high schooler have you seen this year that you would put up for you to take 10 shots against Jordan mm. for that deal? He's in deep thought, mm-hmm. I believe. He's in deep thought. I don't know what it's about, but he's, yeah. he's definitely. Reed Kemp, maybe. Hmm. Just because he can shoot the ball really, really well, and he's got the height. I mean, he's, what, six, six, one, six two. I don't know if he's that tall, but um, hmm. I think you've almost got to get him. You've almost got to drive it and then pull it up on him. And or you're uh, never going to go past him. Well, well, <laughs> never. Yeah, so he may not even honor your drive. I don't know. I mean, it's 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 an interesting scenario. It really is. Yeah, t- a tough fadeaway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, drive in and, and do a, a hardened step back. Uh-huh. <laughs> and a rainbow. And a rainbow. Yeah. And a lot of prayers. <laughs> Lots of prayers. Lots of prayers. prayers. Prayers are important in this one, no doubt. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I just I, I saw that and I thought ten million dollars versus music. It's that's a tough one. Mm-hmm. That is a tough one. I mean, it is what it is, though. I think I've got them all in. Okay. Uh, been working on the the schedule for today. Uh, I hope hope you guys are ready for what is to come tonight and the rest of this week because it's a it's going to be a busy week a lot of basketball busy week uh for us here over in Columbia and the southern middle Tennessee area not a whole lot going on in Franklin County at least not tonight i'm sure that the 
Yeah, you know, I um, I was reaching out to um, Will Rabb on Sunday night trying to get a grasp on the eight AAA brackets, and he's like, "Well, I'm not real up on that since um, my teams are out. Since my team, that's exactly what he said. I'm like, oh, my bad. Yeah. So I think I think Huntland's girls are still uh, are still out there. Let's see. But uh, I'm not entirely sure. <laughs> I think I may be able to answer that. If my computer will cooperate. <laughs> Always and if. Huntland plays Fayetteville tonight in the district semifinals. Girls. Gotcha. That's what, that's what I thought. I thought there was, is it at Huntland? Mm-hmm. It's Huntland, at Huntland is the top seed. That's what I thought. Yeah. Huntland's boys are out. So there's that. All right. Since I think I've got it all in. All right. You guys. JP, do I need to? Uh, yes, I was looking for our Grow, Live, Give, Read. Yeah, we will we will need to uh, do that live today. Well, I guess we can probably make that happen. <clears throat> Excuse me. Hey, Mo. Real quick before I let before we get into this, I have one real quick question mm-hmm. to appease my wife. How are you today? Yeah, let's not forget that. Uh, I'm good, thanks. Thank you, sir. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. Late night last night. I want tough getting up this morning, but I'm good. I don't want to scare you, me, mm. either of you. But yesterday there was a brief moment in which it looked like we may have been having a baby. (laughs) Uh, And so, yeah, I, you know, I've obviously never been through this. Uh, Mo, you have it. I'm assuming there are probably more than one occasions where you think today's a day. Is that, is that normal? You know, I, I think it's normal. I think my experiences were probably abnormal, actually. But, um, yeah, I, I think it's normal to have either a little. Um, there know, was a scare at the doctor. Fr- after after I left you guys yesterday and I was heading home, she called and she was like, all right, listen, don't freak out, but. Oh, that's never good. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. So just saying, like, if if something goes down. <laughs> hey. Do what you got to do. We get it. It's life, right? Life happens. Anyway, just wanted to make sure you were doing okay this morning, Mo. And I appreciate it. Yep. Now, good. we can get to today's rundown. This is the Rundown. This is your Tuesday Rundown brought to you by Jim Davis at Grow Live Give. Visit them at growlivegive.com or give them a call, 615-682-0022. Securities offered through IFP Securities LLC, DBA Independent Financial Partners, member FINRA SIPC. Investment advice offered through IFP Advisors LLC, DBA Independent Financial Partners, a registered investment advisor. IFP and Grow Live Give are not affiliated. You do that so well. We don't need to have that thing recorded, right, Mo? <laughs> He's got it. Are we done? It takes a toll, but he's got it. All right. 
in District A AAA girls quarterfinal action from last night. Shelbyville fell at Lawrence County 54-38 and your Columbia Central Lady Lions, you heard it on our sister station 103.7 FM last night, defeated Lincoln County 66-56. In 11 AAA quarterfinal action, it was Brentwood 76, Independence 21. Page defeated Dixon County 72-43. Summit over Ravenwood, 65-53, and the Lady Raiders of Spring Hill defeated the Franklin Lady Admirals, 52-39. In 11 AA semifinal action, it was East Hickman, 42, Fairview, 34, Creekwood, 53, Stewart County, 40. In 12 AA quarterfinals, it was Forest, 39, Marshall County, 33, Giles County, a 39-36 winner over Murfreesboro Central. In eight, single-A action, Fayetteville 74, Cascade 40, Moore County 44, and Cornersville 31. The District 10A play-in game finished with Santa Fe 36, 35, Mount Pleasant 33, and the Division II Middle Region Consolation game was Good Pasture 44, CPA 39. In boys' play last night, District 8 AAA quarterfinal action, Lincoln County defeated Shelbyville 55-42. It was Tullahoma 63, Lawrence County 43. In 11 AAA, the play-in game, Dixon County defeated Spring Hill 51-40. In quarterfinal action, it was Brentwood 39, Summit 32, Page edged Independence 58-55, Ravenwood 58, Centennial 44, and top-seeded Franklin defeated Dixon County. Yes, Dixon County played two games yesterday at two sites. <laughs> Franklin County, event- I'm sorry, Franklin eventually beat Dixon County 78-28 in a game that started at Franklin, finished at Independence. In 11, a double-A action, Fairview 46, Waverly 42, Camden 51, Hickman County 43. Stewart County was a 69-54 winner over Lewis County and Creekwood 83, East Hickman 45. In District 12, double-A action last night, Murfreesboro Central's boys defeated Giles County 76-73. Forrest defeated Nolansville 55-49 in 8-A action. It was Eagleville 52, Cornersville 39, and Fayetteville defeated the Huntland Hornets 74-52. In a 10A boys play-in game, it was Mount Pleasant 76, Hampshire 32. All right, so in girls' action tonight, we have Fayetteville at Huntland and Eagleville at Moore County. Santa Fe in 10A action is at Richland, and Hampshire hosts Kalioka. In 11 AA quarterfinal, I'm sorry, semifinal action, Summit goes to Brentwood, and Spring Hill visits Page. In 12 AA, your semifinals are the Forest Girls at Community and Giles County at Nolansville. In 12 single A region qualifier action. <laughs> it's Perry County at Collinwood at 4.30. FYI, that game is at 4.30, and Frank Hughes is at Wayne County. Uh, I'll get you over to the boys' action. We're in 11 AAA semifinals. It's Brentwood hosting Ravenwood and Franklin hosting Page. In 11 AA, uh, Stewart County travels to Creekwood. Fairview hosts Camden in 12 AA. Community hosts Forest and Murfreesboro Central travels to Marshall County. 
Finally, an 8A semifinal action. Eagleville is at Moore County and Cascade hosts Fayetteville. In 10A semifinal action, it's Santa Fe hosting Cullioca tonight. And Mount Pleasant traveling to Richland. And Mount Pleasant at Richland, that's correct. And then, again, in another region qualifier, Collinwood is at Perry County. That game will be at 7.30. And Wayne County will host Frank Hughes. All right, I think that's everything. We got it all in on your Tuesday rundown brought to you by Jim Davis at Grow Live Give. All right, that was a really long segment. When we come back, we'll talk to Charles Pulliam of the Williamson Herald. So stick around, stay tuned. We'll be right back on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. Hey folks, while we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ned Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. If you've listened to this show, you know Chris and I are always down for a good meal. Recently, we learned about Patio West in Spring Hill and what a pleasure it has been. Their menu is full of seafood, burgers, and more, giving every member of your family something to enjoy. Be sure to go by Patio West Coastal and Comfort Eats located at 3011 Longford Drive in Spring Hill or visit patiowest.com and tell them the guys at Southern Middle Tennessee Sports sent you. Sports. Here's Mo and Chris. Welcome back into the show. Southern Middle Tennessee Sports today. Chris Yalmo, Pat, and JP Plant with you here on this Tuesday morning, bringing you all the news that is news across the Southern Middle Tennessee region. Man, what a night of basketball last night after not having basketball for an entire week. Uh, it was it was a lot of fun for some. It was a bit hectic for others. Uh, we'll talk about some of those games last night, especially the 11 AAA action that we all saw with our friends from the Williamson Herald. This morning we bring you Charles Pulliam, of the Williamson Herald on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline. Charles is hey bro- guys. How you doing, man? Uh, not bad. Uh, really what, well rested after uh, intro to hoops, right? <laughs> yeah, something like that. Um, uh, <laughs> there's that. 
Uh, you're particularly well rested, I would imagine, since you actually um, missed out on the Monday night action, taking care of some um, activities <laughs> in your in your farmer rancher life, huh? Yeah, yeah. It's always nice to take the night like that and monitor three games online instead. <laughs> But, yeah, I had to uh, finish my little trench work for my barn out here. Being a horse owner uh, turns this wannabe just sports guy into a farmer, apparently, sometimes. Well-rounded. Um, <laughs> you know, Charles, um, I don't think there's any way to talk about last night's basketball tournament activity without touching on the Spring Hill-Dixon County-Franklin situation um because murray county public schools athletic activity was not allowed until yesterday mm-hmm. the spring hill dixon county play-in game in 11 triple was not played until yesterday afternoon so they played it at 4 30 at franklin dixon county wins that game 51 38 um and then dixon county turns around and plays top seed franklin Dixon County gets down thirty to five, and then there's a a gas leak at the school. Yeah, what a wild one there! That was one that was uh, on the list of heading to hang out at as well, too. But uh, yeah, Coach Justin Anderson, the uh, assistant for Franklin, was kind of giving me the full play by play as things were happening. And uh, you know, the Franklin boys started that game on fire. I mean, Reed Kemp had 10 points and Matt Thurman had nine in the first quarter alone. 30 to five, they uh, go to the huddles and then everybody gets evacuated. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, it, again, the just that's wild in itself. Dixon County playing back-to-back games is strange as well, too. But uh, they, they were able to pick up the game at Independence about an hour later and, uh, and you know, Franklin didn't let off the gas still. I, I think uh, they ended up winning by more than 50 points in that one. But for the Dixon County kids to go back-to-back and then face the top-seeded number four-ranked team in the state, that is a tall task. Not to mention the all the stuff that went on, like, uh, let's switch gyms, let's re-warm up. So I think of it as them playing like three games in a day then. Yeah, the, the change of venue did not help for Dixon County in that one in a – 78-28 loss there. So um, that that was the just a continuation of the odd postseason that we've already seen to this point with everything that didn't go on last week. Oh, so true. And that's like, what, what's the gas leak? Yeah, oh, yeah, might as well throw something else in there. <laughs> um, just like the, you know, Summit boys going to play at Brentwood without their head coach, Jim Fay. You know, just you keep adding all these different chips onto it everybody's overcoming something and it's just a constant thing and the coaches and the players everybody's just rolling with it because they're they're used to it and i think everyone's still just fortunate to be playing so um it's been a wild year i i think you probably hit on it right there i think whatever happens i think the general consensus is hey at least we're playing especially in light of you know the way things finished up last basketball season so i think that that's a thought that's still kind of fresh in everybody's mind hey we're we're getting the opportunity to play it may be janky as i'll get out but but we're getting to play so let's just <laughs> take that and roll with it 
Oh, so true. That's exactly the mindset. All the coaches we've talked to. And then, you know, we're even with the weather coming in, all our spring sports coming around. I know all our softball and baseball and track and field athletes are finally getting to go out there after this crazy weather. And, you know, I think yesterday was a good day for everybody. It's going to be a good week. But, man, it's just been the blows just keep coming. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. So, um, I'm sure you'll be camped out at some 11 AAA activity um, tonight. Where where are you headed? If you picked one well, out, I think. Yeah, I think my big one. It's it's tough because uh, I got a a road trip to Chattanooga coming in the morning, and I think uh, you know about five o'clock is going to come real early tomorrow morning, especially with the late night of coverage. But can't really miss out on some games. There's the, the semifinals of Brentwood kind of jump out to me as big ones. I want to see that Summit Brentwood rematch girls side because uh, I was at the two regular season meetings and the one where Summit blasted the Brentwood girls was just incredible. And then Summit could have won again, but uh, there was a lid on the bucket for about eight minutes and they didn't score and Brentwood escaped with a 44-41 win. So looking forward to that girls game and then uh you can't you can't uh, miss the battle of the woods when you can so ravenwood versus brentwood boys in the semis that should be another fun one um brentwood swept the season series but in a couple tight games uh it, it's just a good matchup so those are two that really stand out and those are the ones i kind of feel like you got to go hang out at even though it's going to be a really short night of sleep heading into state wrestling <laughs> i can see you pulling an all-nighter you know, I was kind of thinking that, but I got work to do today still for the newspaper. So I still got previews that need to be posted and finished up and stuff for state wrestling. So it's going to it's gonna be a long day. Maybe I could squeeze a nap in before the game, but uh, there's just a lot going on. <laughs> hey, you're, you're still young. You'll be all right. Um, we are visiting <laughs> with Charles Pulliam of the Williamson Herald here on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline. He is brought to you by the Williamson Herald the preeminent sports source in Williamson County. So um, be sure and check out his and, and Joe Williams's work on the website at WilliamsonHerald.com. Um, Charles getting away from 11 AAA for just a second. I think one of the biggest um, shockers from last night was the Fairview girls falling to East Hickman over there in the, um, 11 double a semifinals 42 34 fairview going into that game as the number one seed yeah that was a the fairview girls had a 13 game win streak snapped in that one and uh you know after a, a kind of rocky start they've just found ways to win um you know that 13 game win streak included a pair of wins over east hickman but each of those games came down to the final possession they won each uh each game by just two points so this is a team that, uh, you know, it's hard to beat a team multiple times in a season, let alone three times, and let alone uh, against a team that there's been four points deciding uh, the game, the two previous matchups. So interesting matchup out there for sure. I understand there was, uh, you know, a lot of foul calls, a lot of girls sitting on the bench afterwards as well. So Fairview upset in the semifinals there. They still get to play, so they're going to play Wednesday night and host in Stewart County, but um, just uh, uh, something just a little derailed there. So I wonder how – I'm interested to see how they bounce back actually a lot out of that. But they were outscored 16-10 to 10 in the fourth and just couldn't quite overcome East Hickman for the third time. So uh, they've uh, been a fun surprise, though, 
across the hoop field here. Both the Fairview and Fairview boys, for that matter, too. They escaped Waverly last night, uh, 46-42, to uh, make it to the semifinals. So the Fairview teams are, are coming along there, but that girl's score was kind of the one that was, it just seemed backwards, you know? Yeah, and, and I would think, you know, what the concern is for Fairview at this point is um, they'll play Stewart County for third place, and then they will face a road trip to either the 12AA champion or the 12AA runner-up. Nolansville and Giles County will play in the semifinals tonight, as will Community and Forest. So, um that championship game is tomorrow night, and and again, um, you know, I guess there's the possibility of a a Nolansville Fairview or Community Fairview matchup there in the opening round of the regions, and you know, I think that's that's more concerning for Community or Nolansville than for Fairview. <laughs> yeah, well, you kind of got the short end of the stick if you win, if you get second place in that region because then yeah, you've got to play Fairview you, first. You catch a regular season champion in the opening round. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. That's a fair point. You know? Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, you do throw in, if it is that Nolansville matchup, I know those two teams have played at least once this year already. And one was a close game. The other was a little in favor of Nolansville. Um, but you know, Zoe Pillar is just a hard, hard matchup. On that, that was kind of my thing. That's kind of my mm-hmm. thinking because I saw Fairview early in the year against Santa Fe, and and I don't see anybody on their roster that matches up well with Zoe. The um, yeah, West and Florida she's just one of those girls, man. Yeah, yeah. So I, I I think, and I think maybe that's kind of why I was spinning that in the direction I was spinning it because, I, I, like you said, I mean, whoever it is is catching a regular season champion, but I mm-hmm. don't think Nolansville is a great matchup for Fairview. No, and, you know, going even to that, that Wednesday matchup with Stewart County, they they lost the first meeting by, I think, a dozen, and that was actually what triggered the 13-game win streak. And then during that streak, I think just uh, at the end of January there, they beat Stewart County at home by six which was a big one because, you know, they haven't had much success against the Stewart County in quite a while. So to grab that win kind of helped cement them as the regular season district champs. And, uh, you know, uh, Creekwood, I think they followed up with a win right over Creekwood as well. And those two teams have been kind of dominant in that district, especially against Fairview. And then for the Lady Yellow Jackets to pick up a couple wins like that, those are big ones for sure. And now they have to face the Stewart County team again just to try to help out with some of that seeding stuff. And uh, uh, just uh, E. Sickman really threw a wrench in the plans there. I feel like it might have just been one of those potential overlooking things because they have been riding so high. And um, it, even uh, after a couple tight games against E. Sickman, it just wasn't there. And I'm pretty sure uh, Coach Wayne there, I think East Hickman's coach is the, his cousin, too. So there's some family matters there. <laughs> oh, interesting. Uh, you mentioned you're heading down to Chattanooga in the morning for the state wrestling tournament, which was pushed back by six days. So um, that Class A AA state tournament is tomorrow, followed by Division Two and Girls on Thursday and AAA on Friday. Uh, and you've got somebody in all of them. Oh yeah, that's the thing. I got uh, to be honest. I think there's there's 78 kids that I'll be following, including uh, Spring Hills uh, one one lone wrestler there as well, Isaiah Brooks at 120. But at in class 
triple a man i got so much going on but yeah a uh, lot lots happening tomorrow 12 fairview wrestlers fairview trying to repeat as the traditional uh state tournament champs uh coming off that first dual win i mean man just the fairview kids are riding high going into this and uh they're they've created such a fun rivalry to watch them go against guys like this against uh pigeon forge teams like that hickson you name it uh no one still enters the state tournament with 10 guys so it's gonna be a busy busy day tomorrow um a couple good title contenders there i think riley bennett of course at 145 for fairview and then at 132 riley lippincott he's kind of been battling some injuries all season but uh talked to his coach apparently riley is good to go best shape ever ready for the state tournament as a senior so Two big seniors right there I'll be paying attention to quite a bit. On Friday, Summit takes nine wrestlers into state tournament action. Independence has three, all of whom won Region 7 AAA championships. And as you said, Isaiah Brooks, the lone raider um, at 120 pounds for Spring Hill, getting to the state tournament for the first time as a senior. Really excited for him. Tough draw as he gets um, Thomas Borders. Yeah, out of Wilson Central. Yeah, so, um, hey, go get some underhooks well, and, and see what you can do. You know, he's, yeah, and, he's fun to watch, though, man, I'll tell you. Oh, and his uh, enthusiasm. I still go back to that region tournament, and uh, he had a couple of the, the best reactions I've seen around. I, I know we've used a couple of those photos from him, but he's, uh, yeah, he's an energetic kid and, and finds a way. It's really scrappy. He is the third state tournament qualifier for Spring Hill in the four-year history of that program. Bo Moss has done a really good job in a short period of time over there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, you mentioned a couple of the, uh, well, the summit bringing so many guys there. And, you know, looking at some of the draws, a couple of those guys didn't have the best setup. Even looking at our 113, I'm uh, Owen Goble from uh, Franklin and Jarvis Little from Summit representing at 113, both of them, if they win that first match, go against some tough guys. I think uh, Jarvis has Cleveland's uh, Bentley Ellison and Goble has Justin Bradford of Blackman. Those are some big-time second-round matchups right there to really kind of determine if either of those kids can push through and make it to a final. Um, it's going to be a, a tough battle. Same thing at 132, I think. Uh, Landon Destell, another summit freshman, he has to face, uh, you know, that's 132 is loaded. I mean, there's five returning medalists just in that weight class as well. So not a lot of great setups there for a lot of these guys. I know one that stood out to me the most was uh, Mitchell Lambert of Page. He's, he's been a kid I've been following for several years now, was uh, rallied to be the region champ last year, repeated this year at 220. And uh, he's got Ashton Davis of Cleveland right off the bat there, who is the defending champ at 220. And uh, just a tough draw for some of the kids here. But really looking forward to, to seeing it. I know we'll have 26, 27 AAA wrestlers going. Paige's got five guys. You know, uh, Centennial's Alex Abels. Can't, uh, can't go out without talking about him. Took third place last year. A big-time title contender at 152. So uh, we'll, we'll see. It's going to be a busy week. But certainly looking forward to it and hoping we get a couple 
state titles bringing back to the county as well. Absolutely. We'll be keeping an eye on Summit 285-pound junior Ryan Smith as well. You know, speaking to Pete Miller last week, he said that mm-hmm. he's been put out by the Walker Valley 285-pounder each of the last two years. Managed to get away from him, but there are four returning medalists at 285, and I think Ryan defeated two of those guys this year. So got mm-hmm. a pretty good shot. Well, and he's got a test right out of the gate there, too. I know he's got the Arlington kid, Walker Funk, right away, young fella. But then he goes right into Anderson County's uh, Joshua Cummins. Uh, he took third at, I think, 195 last year. So a returning medalist, two veteran guys kind of going at it. Ryan's been on the stage, though, and I know he's been – talked to him a couple times. He's been itching to uh, to advance beyond the semifinals, get in that medal round and uh, bring home some hardware. And he's just, he's been a fun kid to watch all year. Everybody's going to be fun to watch. We'll be, we'll be definitely watching your coverage, Charles, because you have plenty of it. <laughs> there will be no yeah, shortage I, I of coverage from you. Sleeping. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Good luck. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun for you tonight. Uh, I may see you. If you're going to Brentwood, I will probably have that, one that, of those. That girls game is, uh, that, I think that's the game, one of the games of the night for sure. Um, yeah. Really, the, the Franklin Page boys game is intriguing as well, especially after Page escaped independence last night. So uh, there's, there's just, we're at that time where just about everything's just a quality matchup, man. Yeah, no doubt. Charles, thanks for your time, man. We are up against a break. We appreciate you, though, and uh, we will be looking for you on, at CS Pulliam on Twitter tonight. I'm sure you will have plenty of coverage there as well as tomorrow in wrestling and the rest of the week. All right. Thanks, guys. We'll see you out there. All right. That's Charles Pulliam of the Williamson Herald on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline, brought to you each week by the Williamson Herald. Take a quick break, and when we come back, we will talk about uh, some other district games that we saw last night and we'll see tonight on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. When we're out covering sports in and around Murray County, communication between Maurice and I is absolutely vital to our success. When your business needs top-notch communication and local service, Covenant Technology is there, and they are dedicated to helping your business succeed by ensuring open lines of communication to your clients and customers. Contact them today at 615-846-9898 or visit covenanttechnology.net. school sports here's mo and chris welcome back into the show southern middle tennessee sports today i'm chris yell mo Patton, jp plant on the controls thanks for tuning in to the show and uh on facebook as well guys I, i'm <laughs> i know my dad's listening right now and he's gonna freak out but uh, I'm getting. Uh, I'm. I, I don't know that I expect to be here, to be working tonight. I'm just telling you. <laughs> I, I'm just telling you. Just heads up. Anyway, um, do what you got to do. Yeah. Man. So so, I mean, <laughs> speaking of surprises, 
What was the biggest surprise for you last night, Mo, in, in high school action? Oh, goodness. Um, Anything stick out? Because I'll tell you, the biggest surprise to me was that there were no surprises in 11 AAA. Top four seeds across the board, and I'm, I'm, that shocked me a little. I'm going to be honest. I think what surprised me was when I walked in the gym last night and realized that Columbia Central did not have Janiah Riley dressed. They, they haven't had her since before the last game I went to. Right. And they scored 66 points without their second leading scorer dressed and defeated a good Lincoln County team by 10 points. Um, they really turned up the heat defensively, did a great job on that end, turned Lincoln County over and got into transition, which is the way they have to play given their lack of size. But the fact that they went out and executed their game plan pretty well to perfection in a 66-56 victory. Um, again, without one of their key offensive performers. And and without Riley Ham making a lot of threes. Now, I know Josie Parks had four in the 27-point output, but, mm-hmm. yeah, Riley Ham is usually the one that you look to to, to make that big shot yeah, from the outside. For Columbia Central to knock down 11 threes and for Riley Ham to only have one of those That's shocking. Is, a little, <laughs> is a little surprising. But, you know, Savia, uh, Savia Morgan, Anaya Holland, a couple of freshmen who – Joshua Bug spoke about after the game. The two of them combined for 18 points and no turnovers. A couple of That's freshmen. Well done. Handling the ball a lot for them you've last night. You've got to have that in in tournament play. Absolutely. You've, you've got to have good guard play, and they did. And so. when you're expecting it out of freshmen and you get it, it's a great night for them. Absolutely. Yeah, I didn't really have uh, that my biggest surprise like I said was just that there weren't More any uh, there weren't any upsets in 11 AAA. Uh, there typically is one or two. Now, Independence they did they, they did the best they could. Mm-hmm. They got <laughs> they got there in a, in a uh, a 58-55 loss at Page, but it was a one-point game and they had the ball at one time. And speaking of guard play, Jet Montgomery, 30 points, 23 in the second half of that one. Yeah, so. that kid and hit all five three-pointers. Independence had five threes. He hit all of them. Yeah. <laughs> Half so. his points came from behind the arc. So That team is going to be somebody to be reckoned with next year, regardless of who their coach is. No doubt. Game of the night. What do you got? Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> I'm interested in the Spring Hill page game, especially since Spring Hill will be without Ricola Alderson. No doubt. Kolioka at Santa Fe. That's always a good one. It's going to be a good one tonight. Part, Part three. And the rubber match. Yep. So, going to be a lot of fun. All right. When we come back, we're going to talk Titans, Isaiah Wilson, and a whole lot more. Uh, it's going to be wild. Uh, yeah. So, thank you guys for hanging out with us in this first hour. We'll be back on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports today with plenty of other topics, including Top 5 Tuesday Best College Football Characters Fictional. Hang out with us.